Welcome to the files of the AYR, yaoihunters.com. The existence of the Yaoi is an anomaly within itself. When we add further anomalies to the factoring anomaly, it adds to the complexity of the matter. Witnesses often report strange feelings prior to their sighting, and sometimes everything turns stone silent in the forest. One of the most reported emotions suddenly thrust upon witnesses is what we like to call the nameless dread. This is an overwhelming sense of fear and being watched, an unexplainable feeling of vulnerability. Having experienced this myself before, during my Ormo chase of 97, I fully understand what our witnesses have gone through. It hits you suddenly, like turning on a light switch, a gut-wrenching instilment of imminent danger. You instantly recognise something is terribly wrong, and your body has a sudden shift of energy, or it just shuts down. The hair on your arms and neck stand up, and the feeling of dread rushes through your body doesn't matter how much you psychoanalyse yourself, it won't work, it won't help. It feels like an external energy being forced upon you. Every so often we receive accounts from those who have had frequent visits on their rural properties, mainly single women or women with children, usually new to the property and or renting. And sometimes a male yowie who monitors this house can get quite attached. And then rarely but occurs, those who claim to have some sort of communication, be it symbols, bartering, or a psychic connection, a form of feeling, or a knowingness. This is a re-edit of such a case that occurred just above Coffs Harbour in 1980. Cherie lived on a banana plantation with her mother from a very young age. While her mother was busy in the field, Sherry would wander and make her own fun. And she found a friend. It's here I'll hand you over to AYR's Paul Cropper as I say, Welcome to the Corona Basin. Uh, These incidents we're going to be talking about, where did they take place? Karura Basin. Karura Basin. Yeah, K-O-R-R-A. Okay, and that is close to... Um, just north of Coffs Harbour. Just north of Coffs Harbour. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you were living on a... Was it a farm property or...? Yes, where the house was uh, mainly forest, bushland, and then there was bananas all around. Were you in the National Park or on the edge of it? Near it. Which National Park was that? Buxner Park. We know it as the Buxner Park. Your nearest neighbour was a fair way away or? Probably two, three hundred yards. Tell me a little bit about your experiences, maybe starting with, do you distinctly remember your first experience with these things? I just remember him being there. Okay, and when you're saying him, you're talking about a single, a single creature? Yes. He was young, sort of, he was like a, a young... Um, hairy creature, friend, yowie. I never recognised them as yowies at that age. 
I just thought him as a friend. And and how old do you think you were when these incidents started happening? About three, four. So you would be outside by yourself? Yep. What did you and the creature, what were you sort of doing? Do you remember that or do you remember uh, experiences? Digging up roots, playing with grubs. I ate many different things. Always came back filthy. This was in the bush surrounding your house? Yes, my mum's banana plantation. Okay, so you would be together just alone, basically, you and this thing? In the background, I remember his would have been his parents, the adult. Did you ever tell your parents about this at the time? I remember saying something to my mum, and she thought I just had an um, imaginary friend. Okay, but looking back, I mean, you're certain now that it wasn't an imaginary friend? Yes, I'm certain now. It took me until in my 20s before I realised that all these memories that I had before weren't imaginary. When I moved back to the property after moving away, um, I had more incidences of, them, of the same one being there with me. Let's go back to, I guess, your childhood experiences and you said you were doing things with this creature. Do you have a an image in your mind of what it looked like? I mean, can you describe it to me? How, how tall was it compared to you? Uh, compared to me, probably twice my height. It would have been... I was three, so I was probably two and a bit foot or whatever, and he was, um, he towered over me. And it was a he? Yes. I don't know how it was a he, but I, rem but I remember it being male. Was it covered with hair? Yes. What sort of colour? A reddish brown. Not a, a, not a really red, but a, a brown with a bit of red tinge through it. Was the hair the same length all over the body? Basically, yes. Was it smooth or was it fairly wild hair? No. He was fairly clean and well. Like, he looked like he looked after himself. He was, it wasn't rough or scruffy and he, he was clean. Describe its face to me. Was it a human-like face or an animal face? I mean, did it remind you of a human or, or a monkey? It was a, a human face with a bit of ape-like quality. Did it have a flat face or did it have a muzzle like a monkey? It had more of a not flat, completely flat, but not completely like a muzzle. It was like in between, more of a very um, rounded face. It's hard to explain. Okay, was there hair on the face or was it was it um, obscured or...? It was clean. There was a bit of hair on the face, mm -hmm. but not too much. On its head, was the hair, was it long hair or was it fairly short, like a short-haired dog? Fairly long. It would probably be now, probably, if I remember, about 10 to 15 centimetres long. And did it have a short neck or a long neck? Or you didn't, that didn't strike you at all? It didn't strike me at all. Sort of, he was a friend and I... I looked at him as a friend and I didn't look at what he was. Did it ever communicate with you in any way? Yes. Not vocally, like there was a grunt occasionally or whatever, but it was more like in my mind, like thought process. And okay. he didn't communicate as in words, but he communicated in feeling. You mentioned it grunted a couple of times. It never actually vocalised anything else didn't say anything. I remember that part. I remember noises, mm. but most of it was in my head. Like, I could hear what he was thinking and mm. feeling. Did it smell at all, the creature? Yes. What sort of a smell? 
it depended on the time of the year. More of a sweet smell, like the spring and summer, really sweet fruit, or like when you've walked into a lot of blossoms and there's, it's a, a sweety, overpowering, pungency, sweet smell. When you said that these incidents happened when you were very young, for the remainder of your adult life, did you always have conscious memories of these incidents? I mean, was it always somewhere in your mind? It was always somewhere in my mind. It was there. When I say somewhere in your mind, I probably want to be more specific. Is this something that you've always had as a conscious memory, even from childhood? Yes. Okay, that's interesting. When you said... Um, when you were a child and when you lived there and you were having, I guess, these encounters from from that early age, mm-hmm. I mean, how long did it extend up to? Was it into your teens or did the incidents end before that? The incidents end before that because I moved away from the property at about the age of eight. Age of eight. And you were still having encounters with this thing up to eight? Yes. Not as frequently. I remember more when I was younger. Tell me about some of the incidents. You mentioned that very briefly the sort of things you would do, but, I mean, was it a case of just seeing this thing or was it occasion that it would actually be quite up close to you and doing things or how did... Like, be sitting there and digging in the same hole, like rolling over a log and, and picking up bugs and beetles from under the, a log together. We'd push the log over together or the rock. Just tell me some of the other things you might do with this thing. Was it mainly you'd be... Playing a bit of tag. Like, just play. Okay. What, it would hit you and you would hit it, or...? Yeah. Like, not hit, but, you know, touch and, and run, and we're like two small children playing together. Okay. Were there other times where you wouldn't do things together, but you would just see it, or were they always incidents where you would end up doing stuff together? Um, a bit of both. Um, sometimes I'd see him. If there was other people around, it would be, I'd see him and it was like, I knew I shouldn't say anything, tell anybody about, but I knew he was there watching. You said you'd talk to your parents at some point, but after that you never told anybody? No, not at all. Not until now. Okay. Were there anybody else around that also saw the thing around your house or, you know, were there ever, was there ever anybody who made mention of seeing something like that? My mother, she always believed in um, anything that's unusual, the possibility of other things. She'd hear strange noises or, or whatever and knew that something was there, but I don't think she ever saw it. The encounters you had with this thing, was it always the same creature? I mean, it was pretty much the same individual? It was the same individual. His parents were always in the background, like, watching or being detectives, like, okay. knew we were playing together like two children would play together. And they were there if um, we got into trouble or something to sort of um, make sure that we didn't get hurt. Okay, tell me more about that. You, you said the parents. Describe them for me, I mean, both of them individually. When I was young, I remember them as huge. But they'd be there, um, always in the background, just keeping an eye on us, us doing their own thing. Were they bigger versions of the thing you were playing with, or did they look different? Or I mean, did... a lot bigger version of the same what I was playing with. Okay, how tall are you? I'm five nine now. Okay, and how much bigger than you now would you say these things were? Another two foot. What colour were they? Um, roughly the same 
browny colour with a bit of reddish through them. But a similar sort of description to the yes. to the young one you were playing with? Mm-hmm. What would they do while you were playing? Were they just standing in the bushes or were they closer or were they in full view? Or, or oh, sometimes they were in full view. Sometimes they were... Um, it sort of felt like they were giving instructions on how to do something. If we were looking at different bugs or playing with, whether it was a, a grub out of the woodwork or something, they sort of came along and weren't actually close up, but they were in the mind teaching you how to, um, what was safe to handle and what was not. How would a normal encounter go? You would what? You would just decide you wanted to play with your friend, or I mean, how would you know it was there, or how would you actually connect? He was there in my mind. I could feel him. I could sense him. I would be walking along, and I could just feel him there. And then what would happen? You would see him, or or how would you end up getting to? You know, how would you end up? It was like we didn't call each other or anything. We just would be doing something, and he would be there beside me. Did you ever see him walking up, or I mean, you know? Oh, oh, okay. Um, and how, I mean, these, these little play incidents, I mean, how often, uh, well, how long would you play together when you were playing? Would it be for minutes? Hours or? at a time. Sometimes it was only minutes. Yeah. Other times it was hours. As a young child, my mum was like running a banana plantation and working in there. I knew the boundaries of the property. I was always within the distance of calling for her, or she could call me, because she was working, I was off playing. But you were always relatively close to the house. Where we mainly played was um, near the banana packing shed. Okay, and what, was a small patch of bush near the shed or? Yes. It wouldn't have taken you long to get back to the house or back to sort of safety. You weren't in the middle of the bush there. No. Okay. Were there many workers on the plantation? Uh, no, no, just my mother and, and maybe another worker or two. Or um, my brother and sister or whatever. Did your brother or sister ever encounter this thing? Not that I know of. Have you ever talked to them about it? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. If you think back, is it possible to estimate, I mean, over the period between when you were three and eight, how many times, I mean, how regular was this? Was this once a week or every day or over that period or Um, hard to tell? Very from every day to um, once a week or sometimes even longer in between. It's hard to remember when being so young remember times and, and distances and time. You mentioned that they went up to when you were eight, which you would think would probably be a bit easier to remember, but obviously the incidents were less often when you were older? Probably once a month. Okay, and at eight years old, what were you doing? I mean, obviously at three you'd be mucking around, but at eight were you doing anything different or just basically the same thing? Basically the same thing. Into climbing trees and going higher and, and wandering further and further away from would have been home base, but not going very much further. Looking more at um, what animals were around, what bird life, and different things like that too. Tell me what it was like climbing trees. More like, like I'd climb trees and he'd help me down. What, it actually grab you by the arm or? Yes, and help me down if I was um, getting stuck or got too far up or if I tried to get up somewhere and I couldn't get up and he'd help me up. I mean, did this creature walk like a human or was it was it hunched over or straight up? I mean, did it just walk like a person? Walk like a person. And when it climbed trees, did it did it seem a lot more nimble and agile than you? Or? Um, it was slower, but it was very agile. 
see it run? Yes. Did it run the same speed as you? Was it faster or slower? It was a lot faster. Okay. Very hard to catch when I was playing tag. Okay. Did it ever laugh? Um, it's hard to remember that because, as I said, I don't remember vocal much yeah. at all because I felt most of it in the mind. As an older person, I know it's now telepathic um, communication, but that's how I felt most of the reactions from all of the time that you were with this younger one, was its parents always around or were there ever times you just played alone together? Just played alone again occasionally. As we got older, it was, it, it was like they were less um, vigil and being, needing to be close. Do you ever encounter them in any other part of the property apart from that small patch near the sheds? As a young child, no. As an adult, yes. Was this around, still around the property or...? Yes. What were the other places? Was there a creek or just, just large patches of bush? Just large patches of bush. Like the property that held the bananas, or where we grew the bananas, was um, adjoining the property that had the house on it. And there was large pieces of scrubland in between, um, roughly about eight acres of, um, of solid bushland. And in that is where we mainly played. If I was actually getting to your property or from the place that you were at, how would I get there these days from Coffs Harbour? Turn left again and follow that up. And your house is up that road or was up that road? Yes. My mum only sold it a couple of years ago. Is your mum still alive? Yes. Okay. Have you ever talked to her about this? No. Mother and I don't talk anymore. You moved away. Mm -hmm. And then you came back. How old were you when you came back to the property? Um... I was in year six in primary, so I would have been 10 or 11. 10 or 11. I don't remember much then, but I always remembered physical contact, but I always remembered there was always a feeling of safety there. At that age, I would be wandering. I'd go bushwalking and all our kids would go out and play in the bush and do whatever we can. You know, slide down mud banks and play in the creek, and I always knew that, that I was safe. There was a feeling always there. I think I actually moved away from the property. Um, I was in third class primary, so I would have been a bit younger than eight, six. Trying to remember the ages that I was. Yeah, so your, your experiences were between three and six rather than three and eight? Okay. Actually, I just had a question too, another description question. These things, was it the same build as a child or was it bigger or wider or more muscly? A lot larger, like broader, wider, like a, a fairly heavy set, um, well-built person, child, yeah. So quite solid. Are we talking, you know, two feet across at the shoulders or...? Probably, he was roughly twice my size all over, like wide... When I first remember it, he was that much wider than me. I was high. Relatively strong from what you saw? Yes. Very strong. He would eat things. What sort of stuff did you see it eating? Just grubs that would um, pulled out of the um, rotting timber. You actually saw it getting the grubs out of the timber itself? would get the grubs out of the timber together, and I ended up eating them as well. And how did he get them out? With his fingers, he'd break the timber apart 
occasionally if it was it was tough, he'd have a, a fairly hard stick and he'd break into it further. Did it have hands like a human hands? Yes, and fingernails. What kind of fingernails? Like human fingernails. Were the feet like human feet? Yes, fairly large. Okay, getting back to when you returned to this location, um, you mentioned that you didn't have as many actual encounters with the thing once you returned when you were older. Yes. And, and what age would you have been when you came back? You mentioned you left at six, so when did you return? Was it 10 or 11? I returned when I was in um, year six primary, so I would have been um, about 10 years of age, 10, 11 years of age. Now, at that time, did you still remember the experience you'd had between three and six? I mean, you remembered that? I didn't remember it as such like it was always happening, but it, little things would jog my memory and think, oh, yeah, that's, that's what used to go on, and I knew where to go. And so was it more like it just wasn't a big issue, or was it, do you think it had been, it just wasn't in your memory anymore? It wasn't a big issue. Yeah, just, oh, well, I remember that, yeah. Yeah. It's just part of living there. Yeah. Did you ever see the creature again after you came back? Um, not in my teenage years. There was quite a long gap after you returned. Yes. Was it possible that it wasn't there anymore? Or? No, it was there. I could, uh, it wasn't there all the time, but occasionally I could sense that he was there somewhere. Like the feeling that he was very far away. You never saw it as you saw it between three and six? No. Uh, you lived there up until what point? I mean, how, when did you actually make your last move away from that? I when I was 17. You mentioned... Um, later experiences. Did you return back to this after you left at 17? Yes. I moved out with my um, boyfriend. Uh, had a ch couple of children, lived in Sydney, time, and moved back to the family house. At what age was that? My daughter was born in 89. Um, it was probably 80, um, 90. About eight months old when I moved back. Do you live very far away from it now? I live at a place probably another 25 k's up the road. So you moved back to the farm again. Mm hmm And tell me sort of some of the things that happened then. Did you have any... It took a couple of years. Mm. Um, started happening um, just after my father of my children left me, moved out. It started... Um, like I knew it was there, but I, I hadn't remembered about it. Uh, I had a boarder living there and he kept on telling me, he kept on seeing this face peering in through the window, mm -hmm. um, which um, where his bedroom was the, the low side of the house. The other night he'd see it come through the, the lounge room and it, it scared him. Well, it came through the lounge room? Like you could see it through the lounge room window. Oh, okay, outside. Like at the front door. Yeah. Because most of the house in like was glass, big glass windows. Then things just started to happen and um, I started to see him physically again. Tell me the situation where that happened. Was this outside or through the windows or...? It started through the windows. It was like he was inquisitive looking. What did you see? You see shapes or silhouettes or...? The face. At first it was the face through the window and then it would be... Um, like a silhouette, like it was there, like, but it wasn't. Um, and then it was whole form. And then you'd hear him calling. What, actually making a noise, a sound vocalisation? Yes. What was the sound like? Um, a hum. 
he would hum and I could always tell when he was happy because you'd hear this hum. I talked to another friend that was there at the time and she could hear the hum but her boyfriend couldn't. So was it again in my head? Yeah, it's difficult to tell. It was, it's very difficult to tell because yeah. you don't know if it's actual... Um, Vocal or whether it's a communication between you both. Yeah, you could hear the hum. So you saw, but you definitely saw its face at some point. Yes. Where were you, at, the, at a window or...? Sitting in my lounge room watching TV at the night. And you'd what, turn and look out the window or...? I'd, I'd feel something and turn and see. And it was the same creature that you... Yes. Okay. But a lot older. Oh, I was going to ask that question. I mean, bigger or...? Bigger, like a grown-up, um, um, hairy friend. It was the same one. I could sense it was the same one. It looked like the same. Mm. And it just brought back a whole lot of memories, and that's when it um, sort of made sense. All these childhood memories that you think, oh, well, was they dreams or imagination? And then when I started seeing them again, I remembered that I realised they weren't dreams or imagination. Did any of your children now at the time have they seen or, or heard anything when you were living back in the house? I have no idea. I, um, mm. It was sort of like when he was there, it was like my secret. My daughter at a small age used to always sort of sit there and chat away and it was like she was getting an answer back. There was nobody there with her. So you wonder if it's a, a, a small child chatting away, but it reminded me of how I was at her age and having something talking to me. You'd moved back into the place and you'd had a few experiences. Did you ever have a view outside of this thing or, or anything closer than that or was it kind of, I guess, a bit enigmatic like that, just glimpses here and there? Um, I would see large forms outside, like I'd be outside going from the car to the, the house or the, which was in the carport, which was about 25 foot away from the house, 30 foot away from the house, going from the car to the, the house just wandering, you know, going for a moonlit walk, I knew he was there. I could see a shape, but there was no more close contact. Oh, is that called waiting? No, that's not mine. See, that's odd, isn't it? That's not mine. No, it stopped. Mm-hmm. And you would see, what, a form moving or standing or...? Yes. Big or small, obviously, was, was it... Large, the... very large, very uh, overpowering, like, in size. Bigger than a person? Definitely. When you were back there, was there ever talk of, I mean, did you start hearing stories of Yowies around and make a connection, or was it just not really talked about? Or? Not really talked about. I talked to a couple of my friends about it. Um, one was a girlfriend. She's, how would you put, spiritual. Mm. She's alternate beliefs in um, spiritual abilities. And I chatted to her, and she's sort of like, yes, but it could be possible, but she's the sort of person that she has to see to believe. And um, probably about a month later, she was at a house which was further up from mine, visiting her boyfriend, went outside to the outside toilet, and as she was walking to the toilet, she could smell um, a sweet, rotten smell, and she thought, oh, the septic's playing up, or the... The outside toilet's playing up, and she's turned around and he was there, probably eight, ten foot away from her.
fascinating story. Unfortunately, the second half of this story was corrupted. So I'll have to finish in using the text version. Sheree concludes, One night my girlfriend came to stay with her two children and her boyfriend. We could both hear the humming noise, but he couldn't. He disbelieved, as he'd been a hunter all his life and had never had an encounter and therefore didn't believe they existed. That night, myself and my girlfriend went out and left her boyfriend looking after our four children. It was close to bedtime, so he walked down the long hallway towards my bedroom to get a mattress to take back to the lounge for them to sleep on. He got a cold feeling as he walked down the hall. He felt a huge hand placed on his chest. It lifted him up and threw him against the wall. He was six foot three, weighed, adding stone, or 115 kilos, 215 pounds. He said he felt like a feather in the hands of this creature. In the end, he sent the children to the bedroom to get their own mattress. The next day, those bruising on his chest of a handprint. From that day on, he was too scared to stay in the house. For some reason, they just didn't like him. For more information about Yowie sightings in this area, visit yowiehunters.com. Thanks for listening.